Look, it's right behind his hand. I always think of that uh, duck soup line from Groucho Marx. He goes, pick a card, any card. And he goes, you want it back? He goes, no, I got 51 others. <laughs> <laughs> I did see duck soup. Which one? Duck, duck soup. soup. Yeah. I saw the whole, I guess I got to see it again. I think it's in the beginning. He's talking to Dumont. Can't get rid of these cards. So none of these are camera tricks. It's all his real act, like out of Hawaii or whatever. Sure. Let's see. I think I think he had already been on TV for years. Yeah, 77. Okay. Copperfield, Copperfield's career in television began in earnest when he was discovered by Joseph Cates, a producer of Broadway shows and television specials. Cates produced a magic special in 1977 for ABC called The Magic of ABC, hosted by Copperfield as well as several The Magic of David Copperfield specials on CBS between 78 and 2001. 18 TV specials he's had and two documentaries. Right. I think it was a recent one, too. So TV rocketed him to fame more than his own magic. But now look at this woman. Doesn't she look a little strange? What do you mean? Like, uh... I don't know. She doesn't look, uh... She looks like a model. Oh, does she? What? She's seven foot tall. Is it the uh, Take a good look at her jaw. <laughs> take a good look at her neck, which is covered up by a. Why is her oh. neck covered up by a? Step? Why is her neck covered up? Oh, we are not bored. Now, she. Okay, they say that Derek was cast by mistake, right? Right. But yet. That is Derek. Oh, it's Derek. Yeah. So if he was a transvestite from Montreal, why, you know, he coincidentally got a part in which I, I don't they, know. They, I don't they know. cast him as a killer. They, they're uh, familiar with his work. They just thought it would be a lark to get him in there. Oh, so they you, Maybe. You think that they, well, they didn't know him when he showed up. He was someone's right. ride. But you, it could be an added-on later thing, like the magician was. Yeah, because they said they figured they got this guy, have him go and do it. So now they're all about like, Elaine is really pissed at you. She's really pissed. She's not going to forgive you this time, you know. And you like screwed me over too by, like, we're good friends, but you're always screwing me. I got this, John. Yeah, I got this, John. Remember he was doing coke in the office? Yeah, that's so great. Oh, embarrassing. Okay, you've got a hoop. Just because that's what a magician has, a hoop. Oh, you think he was going to hula hoop on his spare time? No, it's the pass-through. Uh... Look at her levitating, and there's no wires. I know, you put the hula hoop through it. Steel the hula thing hoop. is, why not do camera effects? You can. Do you remember the Happy Days episode where they did magic and they stressed at the beginning? Happy Days was shot in front of a live studio audience. All magic tricks are 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 real. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that one. Whoa! How did he do it? Really, though? How does he do that? I can't tell you the secret. Uh, you no, know, I, a musician a magician never tells a secret. And considering <laughs> well, I don't know him. How did you play that sonata? Uh, no, uh, uh, a magician... <laughs> Never reveals his secret. <laughs> okay, orgy time. Now, for uh, some reason, there will be another show. When are they going to open? 
one magic show. There will be multiple ones. Why? Is is it Ben Johnson? No. Uh, and he'll be walking around uh, doing crowd work, doing, like, tricks for people. Okay, so he's like, my friend with the Groucho Marx outfit is missing. And then Mitch is like, no, I saw him in the back. And I don't know. That's because... I don't know if we missed it. Mitchie led the the guy who was dressed as a lizard into the bathroom and killed him. Did we see that? Yeah, no, no, we did. The guy with the li- yeah, he's live and well right now. Oh, all right. Okay, now Doc has an open relationship with Mitchie. Okay, so he's trying to get this girl right now. Now Mo does not have an open relationship with Elena. Okay. But still, he's a guy, and he's horny, and he's doing it. So he's going to find himself resisting the charms of this blonde. But he's resisting so weakly. No, no, I couldn't kiss you. No, no, I couldn't touch your body. We have to stop. But let me just grow up first. Oh, is there a rock band in this? Yes, the rock band is in the house, and uh, I'll tell you their name. I have their name. Is it the Tubes? That would be great. No, their name was Crime, and they were just made up for this film. Now, I told you there was a movie my brother Adam recommended, and I have seen it, where God and the devil are deciding the fate of humanity by telling stories about this train. Like, they're on a train. I think it's like Train to Terror or something like that. And there's a rock band that plays the Intessentials. Like they're on a, on a car and they're, they're out the window with their guitar playing. Interesting. You know, yeah, it is. It's like, it's like a horror anthology with uh, like three different stories. And then, you know, I think it's a draw at the end, God and the Devil. Are we doing, is it on YouTube or? Well, I have to remember the name. I don't, wow, if it is, then it's worth a watch. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty weird movie. Oh, guys, yeah, can't go in first class. Whole, like resisting. Trains are fun until they, you realize how classist they are. Like, why can't I go in the front train? Money. It's all about money, 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 money. That's how the trains work. You know, if you pay for a lot to have a, a joyous ride, then they're covered. Ah, it's almost like he caught him. Oh. Even though he didn't. So they're going in the back with two girls. For one guy, that's fine. Now, look, there's somebody in the toilet and they won't come out. Wait a second. Wait a second. Remember we saw the lizard guy? Maybe that was a mistake of the film. That guy was supposed to be dead and he walked past. That's a good point. Seems like a nonstop party. It could be a different lizard guy. Uh, No. Magic key. Yeah, he's got the magic key and he discovers... Ew, brain? Gruesome... No brains. Maybe brains. Ugh. Gotta clean up. Ew, the toilet paper is on the sink. Ew, it's gonna That's the grossest part. Wet. Yeah. Are you, like, sitting on the toilet and just reaching out to the sink? Now, look at all the blood on there. Right? And you see all the blood on the mask? Is that a pee bag? Plus me bag? <laughs> you see, what our, our hero will... Hero? What our killer will do is... Kill a person, take their disguise. Then he'll move on to killing the next person and take their disguise. Right. They're and all shaped like a... Is, uh, dancing with, with uh, Elena. 
Boogie, woogie, woogie. It's crime, the rock band crime. Why don't you give him a listen? Red lights and satin sheets. Road music? Yeah, I have the punches and stolen hot tacos. Very nice. Woo! Okay. Is the band going to finally pop up? Uh, never mind. I don't hear them playing music. That's a professional thing, right? They're, they're playing music as they talk, but we don't hear it when they talk. Now we hear the music. Nope. Now, here comes David, and uh, he never would do a movie again. He was very frustrated that he couldn't remember his lines. I don't know. I think it was a big mistake. I think it's kind of neat, though. Don't you think so? Like, Having David Copperfield in a horror movie? No, I do. I'm just saying I, I, I'm I bemoaning the fact that he's like, I'm never doing a movie again. Do we have uh, famous magicians who went, did acting? They're usually their own brand, their own thing. Like Doug Henson, well, Doug Benson or whatever. Henson. Yeah, no, no you're right. It was Mark. Uh, Mark Henson. Well, maybe it was Doug. I know who you're talking about. It was Doug something. There's so few magicians right there was Kreskin there was Copperfield then there's that Blaine David Blaine. yeah David Blaine you can count him there's Houdini you can count him on one hand Houdini he his death always rattles me yeah is that because, a joke because of his no because of the chains no because he uh some asshole went up and punched him in the stomach yeah and that, yeah. yeah well so he had a thing in which he would tense up his stomach, and anyone could punch him in the stomach. But this reporter did it without warning him. So he wasn't clenched up and ready. He was all loose and normal. Yeah. And boing, it was the popping fresh dough. So this poor guy. And then he died. Yep. But, you know, that's like he was the biggest entertainment in New Jersey. You know, guys would go to, like, a bridge. They would go to, like, the bridge in Trenton or whatever, and they would, like, hang over this bridge, and, and Houdini would, like, put chains over and hover into the water and people on the bridge are like, this is the best entertainment. The hell with the Nickelodeons. I don't, I don't, I. He, he would do these staged uh, stunts at bridges where, you know, mm -hmm. he would be chained up and go under the water and, and to. And they were the just audience. spectators watching. Well, yeah, that was the audience, mm -hmm. you know, they didn't film it. So the conductor's calling up like, we've got a problem. We need to stop somewhere. And he's like, you know, this is rural. You know, this is party train. We're not going anywhere from anywhere to anywhere. They're trying to figure it out. Oh, so they know they're just a party train. Look at, well, yeah, look at it. Now, oh, the lighting crazy. was very difficult on this set because they were in this small area. So this guy, like, devised, the lighting guy devised, um, he rewired the entire train and he got like dimmers, individual dimmers, um, variety of different bulbs with different watt wattages, controlling them with external dimmers. Alcott could set the light very fast in an efficient manner, used medical lights, pen torches, and hand lights to actors' face, as well as Christmas lights. So this guy couldn't just turn on a big light. He had to screw around with... Like, there's the light above his head there, and... Is he, like, I thought I recognized the director's name. This is the director's debut. Um, he did Under Fire in 83, okay. but he did Tuner, Tuner, Turner and Hooch in 89. Ooh. He did the James Bond film with Pierce Brosnan, Tomorrow Never Dies, in 97. And he did The Sixth Day with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, yeah, I've seen all those films. Do you know who Sam Peckinpah is? Yeah, sure. Oh, you do? Okay, I don't. He did four films 
as a film editor. Um, that's pretty cool. Straw Dogs, The Getaway, Move. Pat Garner, Billy and the Kid in 873. So that's why Ben, our conductor, agreed to do this without even reading the script. He's like, I remember this sports Spotswood guy. He worked with Sam Peckinpah. It was pretty damn good. I'll take the part. Uh oh. Now, Sam Peckinpah. Look, I think we missed a murder. Well, they found the murder. No, he followed. He followed Rocco. him into the bathroom because he said, "I did you see him hit his head against the mirror?" Yeah. Okay, I don't know. We why were chatting. We were chit chatting, but it happened. Now look, all the blood is gone. How? Why? How? I don't understand it. Like he's obviously dead and bloodied, and she's like, "Come on, Roger, I'll get you to your uh, exactly." Stop. And then Ben is like, "I know, I saw him dead. Why is he alive?" He said, fuck it, I'm out of here. I'm Wait, leaving so it. That doesn't that part doesn't make sense. Ah, here we go. Now Mo is like, no, no, no. I haven't I can't help. Yeah, I'm not open relationship. So he, she goes to pull it off, but then she puts it back on and he goes, Take your hand off my pee-pee. And she so what ends up happening is a okay, never mind. Oh, right. Oh, hey, remember the time where we Yeah, there he is. There's our killer. Now it says Edward when his name is Kenny in the film. I don't get that. Nickname. Nickname. So her outfit is just a zoot suit pants up to her bra. With a fake hand in it. Yeah. Now Mitchie is going to have sex with. Oh, bad guy. With no. lizard guy. Yeah. So and it's not weekends of Bernie. guy from the frat. Yeah. So she doesn't know. It's She thinks it's someone else. Yeah, she thinks it's frat guy. Blech. Low gross. Gross. A lot gross. So here's her boyfriend, who they have an open relationship, getting some. And Mitchie's getting some. He's finally getting laid. And he isn't talking. He doesn't get laid. He doesn't get laid. And he oh, doesn't he talk back. Mitchie's doing all the talking. Why don't you give it a listen for a second? Okay. Lizard does not talk at all. Now, remember, you remember they screwed with him. Die Hard guy put a dead corpse's hand. Yeah, yeah, okay. right. He shook his hands. He's, he's about to do the same thing to Mitchie. Ew. But why do it? Like, why not do it to Die Hard guy? Yeah. So look, she puts a. The cadavered hand, and she goes, "Cold hands, warm heart." Where did he get the cadaver's hand again? I don't know. He kept it from three years ago, or maybe it was one of his recent kills. He's killed two. That seems like really messy. He killed someone, oh. chopped their hand off, drained the blood, put it in his uh, lizard right. suit. The blood would be all. Yeah, it's not like. A rubber hand. David Copperfield was really good in this film, and I really think it sucks that he decided not to do any others. Now he's not exactly a movie star. I mean, he's he's. It's not like he's not handsome or something, but he's all thin and looks young and small. You know what I mean? Like he wouldn't be a good movie star, but to play 
the magician in multiple movies would have been a good place for his career. You know how like uh, Jay Leno shows up in movies like, well, I tell you, did you hear about this guy who kidnapped someone who did this and that? Uh, like, oh, hey, you guys see the news? Like maybe David Copperfield could show up with a deck of cards. Right, right. Yeah. Any card, any card. Not that one. That reminds me of the time I was on a terror train. So now we'll get a moment between Jamie Lee Curtis and Copperfield, but it's for nothing else than to give us entertainment and eye candy. It doesn't advance our plot. It doesn't, you know, <laughs> it's almost like she's like sexually attracted to him, but she isn't really. Right. Well, she's, 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 on. she's being really smooth. Do you believe in magic? I'll have to convince you. Is this your trick? Now watch, this is not a camera trick. I know, you keep saying it. Yeah, I know. Total camera trick. Go under, go under. Put your hand under. Smell the plastic, Jamie. Oh, and that's the end. Now, where's David Copperfield? That's clearly a camera trick. I think he went to Copperfield. <laughs> you know, David Copperfield is the book by... Um, uh, Dickens. Dickens, Charles Dickens. And I always thought, what a coincidence, you know? That's, you know, that happens in life. And then I found out, no, this guy's name is like Frank blah, 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 blah. And he said, I like the sound of that name. And he took it from Dickens. Interesting. Yeah, you know, there was a... Uh... Dev Patel played like there was a David Copperfield movie recently. There was okay, so he has been okay. No, 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 no. The, the 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 Dickens, not the, the musician. Oh, okay, no the magician. Um, uh, Doc has just been the biggest asshole to Mo ever. He goes to Elena, the girlfriend, and essentially, wait, I'm sorry, boobs are coming out. I'm sorry, hold on. Okay, hang on. All right, hang on. Put your nose down. Put your nose down, unzip your pants. Okay, please stop teasing. No, no, I couldn't see your... Uh, I couldn't. Oh! Uh, so anyway, Doc is making it so that Mo gets caught by Elena. That's what, what a dick. Yeah, I know. Because you know why? He wants Elena out. He wants his friend all to himself. And Elena does not like Doc. So Doc wants her out. Now, these conductors, they know there was a dead body on her train. Right. But they're not doing shit. Well, because the dude was alive. What the fuck? Something's weird here. They, where did the body go? Now, Magic. I don't know. Now, now, Doc hates David Copperfield. David Copperfield keeps making him a dick. <laughs> Watch. He goes, go ahead, listen to it. He's, Where's your card? Oh, hey, I'm talking in the background. Hey, yeah. There's your doctor. He's embarrassed and angry. <laughs> he really hates him. Dr. Cod. So, now, Doc is this rough, tough jerk the whole movie. But when his friend dies, he turns into like a, oh my God, call an ambulance. He did like, he really did a good acting job because he shows himself in fear 
Like in fear, this tough guy would be like, ah, help, help. It was really good acting. Uh-oh. That's Michi, right? It's like, she's like, can I have a quarter? That's Michi, yeah. Thou shall not pass. I knew it! I knew people were dying! I knew it! Oh, so that explains the smell. I'm not and crazy. Just, I thought it was like a, a lot of maple syrup on the ground. It was blood all this time. Well, actually, you see, they were going to use ketchup, but in they only in Canada, they only have mayo. <laughs> that's a good so one. They had to use real blood. Yeah, that's it. I like that one. They went to they, you know, they went to the concession. And they were like ordering fries. What the? F no, we want the ketchup. We're shooting a film. What is it, sir? Ketchup, ketchup, ketchup with what? No, the condoms. <laughs> condoms. We don't sell condoms here, sir. We get it. Let's see our movie in Belgium. All right. Well, I have to use the. May I'm not using mayonnaise as blood. That's not believable. All right, we gotta go to Belgium. <laughs> now, Ben was he's he's like one of those like Burt Reynolds and his friend stuntmen from Cowboy Days. You know what I mean? He's a real like the Hal Needham guys. So there was a scene in which uh, Derek, our killer Kenny, kisses Ben on the lips, and Derek is a transvestite from the streets of Montreal. But Derek had this reaction: no. No, you do not kiss a man. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And I know Ben Ben won't do it. So they go to Ben in his trailer and they're like, we want you to do the scene. You're going to kiss the killer. And he cool. All right, here we go. Well, let me turn the sound for this. Uh-oh. Carl took a, a, a random uh, walkabout. Hopefully he'll join us in a second. Not really thrilled by this movie. Just don't know what's going on. I would be able to riff if I knew what the fuck's going on. Let okay, so sorry. I don't know how I did that to my... That was good. That was impressive. You should have heard... When you listen to our show, yeah. you could hear me uh, riffing by myself. I go... It's uh, I did a girl. David Copperfield. I disappeared. He disappeared. It was practical. So anyway, Ben, who's the tough macho guy, was totally for the kiss. And Derek, who's the like dressing up as ladies guy, was like, I'm not kissing a dude. You know? Anyway, they did in the end ki kiss. And it ended up not to be in the film. Now, here's why. Jamie Lee Curtis had this idea at the end let me kiss the killer to show something about my character, to try to show like a connection I'm trying to make with Kenny. We hurt your feelings. We're really sorry. And, you know, so I think that they went with the one kiss and not the other. Right now, Mo is like, you jerk. You tried to get me caught. I didn't get caught. So screw you. Ben has told Jamie Lee Curtis, your friend Michelle is dead. I don't yeah, believe dude. you. Oh my goodness, yeah, you're right. Look at all that mayonnaise. <laughs> Why did we drive fly? Why are we in Belgium? Now, Jamie is a screen queen, yes. which isn't very fair. He was in a horror film, but a screen queen is supposed to be in like 
And she was in multiple ones, but she never does the scream. No, like so the there was. Queen. I'm gonna I'm gonna respectfully disagree. There's a movie about Psycho's shower scene, and I forget the name. Mm. It's a bunch of numbers, and because uh, it took how many how many shots were were edited together, and they talked oh. to her. They talked because you know that was his that was her mom in Psycho. Oh, right. So watch she, it disappear by by the way watch david disappear do tell your story but he's gonna poof all right well so part of it is that jamie lee curtis is a scream queen because she's in in halloween right she yes. was in terror train her yes. mom was the classic scream queen in That's psycho true. and there was a tv show called scream queens where she shows up jamie lee curtis Ooh. And she's taking a shower. I think it was shot in black and white. And she turns to the camera going, nothing's going to happen or something like that. Like, <laughs> you think it's going to be like Psycho? It's not going to be like Psycho. So, yeah, she's definitely, you know, I say royalty. She's married to Christopher Guest. Like, aren't they, those yeah. guys have titles? Like, aren't they like yes. royalty? Yes, yeah. that's right. Okay. Um, well, she was in Halloween prom night, which she just filmed in Canada before she walked over to this set. She was in The Fog and Terror yeah. Train. So she was, this is her, like, she was in Road Games in 81 and Halloween 2. And, yeah, it's, I guess, I don't know. I don't see her scream too much. That's why I said it, but. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I just think it's because she was in such iconic films and her mom happens to be in, like, the, right. the classic scream yeah, movie. Now, she, uh, when, when, um, okay, Mo, believe it or not, is dead, Okay. And Doc is so pissed off at this David Copperfield. Every time he does an impressive poof, he disappears. And everyone goes, yay, David Copperfield. Doc is like, fucking asshole. Hey, it's the killer. <coughs> now look, Ben finds some blood. I knew it! I'm not crazy! He is crazy. He's letting this train still <laughs> Now look. Turn up the sound because Doc does an excellent acting job here. Come on, Mo, wake up, wake up, Mo. Then he's going to start calling for help. Mo, no, wake up. Keep it up, keep it up. He does a really good job. He's a screen king. He's a screen king. Now keep it going when he Okay. Oh, okay, we're getting Ow. Ow! I'm acting. And they all think he's going around. Oh, are you doing the stabbing prank again? Those are definitely Montreal locals who are in their regular weekend garb. You can tell from the mayonnaise on their clothes. <laughs> they're, they're from okay, Canada. Can, I think you already turned it off. You can stop listening because he's pretty much done with his. I just thought it was very good how he was such a tough guy and no right. feelings. And then when the guy gets hurt, he's like, what? This was really good. He's all crying. It's all no sweaty. wonder he got cast in Die Hard. <coughs> this, but this is like clean shaven acting. Like I, Die Hard is all about that beard. Yeah. <coughs> He's got no beard in this film. Okay, get back. 
So Jamie Lee Curtis is one of my favorite actors, and she was in, uh, like, I love her. You know, I'm a big fan of uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Right. And she part of the that. reason that, that appeal is that it's the reappearance of Dan Aykroyd and Jamie Lee Curtis, who both appeared in Trading Places. Yeah, but there's no magic there. I mean, it was a million years later. And it was a million years later. About their, listen, in Trading Places, it was a very funny film, but it was not a funny film because of the banter between Curtis and Aykroyd. You know, there was no magic to put. It's just a curio that, oh, they were in that film. They're in this film. Right. Yeah. No, it's true. And it's funny, too, because, you know, uh, people will remember. He's still doing it. She was she was topless in Trading Places. And then in uh, Christmas of the Crank, she wears a bra. Oh, and you're like, oh, huh. She was topless for two seconds. And okay, so he pulls the brake. Finally, brake doesn't stop. So Ben is like, holy shit, that means those guys must be dead. So he runs off to his other conductor friends. Oh, the guy with the brake man hat? I guess. Oh, crime, rocking. Crime. Don't do the crime. If, if you he, don't do the time, if something time, don't do it. If you can do the time, then commit a crime. Can We're you- crime. So he's going to unprofessionally put on the brake. Whoa! Whoa. Uh, all the musicians' secrets are revealed. <laughs> how did the? How did you do that concerto? No, no, no. The musician never tells the secret. Can I do that as the open mic? <coughs> Sonata. Tell me if someone laughs at it. Musician, I'll play you the thing. <laughs> never reveals his secret. We'll see if that works. But I mean, I got to do a whole setup around it so that. Yeah, it's not a long setup. So <clears throat> all the train stuff was shot first. This was about 25 days of shooting, I think. Um, let's see. Do I have an actual day count here? The train stuff was all shot first. <clears throat> In the fifth week, they did the exteriors. The day before the final day, they did that stuntman thing where the where the production designer stepped up and did it. Who did this whole train art deco stuff? And then the last day was the first scene we saw, the frat thing. Gotcha, the bonfire. Right. Uh, is that blood or suit? It's blood. So all the Americans were going, we're having a bonfire. And then all the Montreal French people were like, it is a good fire, you say? It's oh, it's a bonfire. No, <laughs> oh, we're having a bonfire. It's just an average fire, but it's no, you say it's a good fire. It's a bonami fire. Okay, for some reason, Ben has stopped the train and wants everyone good. to evacuate. Finally. So everyone's getting outside, but look how casual he's walking right now. It took him three dead bodies to finally stop the car the train. Right. Now, what is the point? This guy, this African-American guy, he's a very famous jazz bassist in um, in Montreal. He was he really grew up in Philadelphia. He learned bass. Uh, he learned a lot about jazz. He became a big deal there. He went to Temple University for music. <clears throat> but then he moved to Montreal and became an even huger deal. Um, his name is Charles Biddle Sr., which means somewhere there's a Charles Bitter, Biddle Jr. going, my dad eclipses me! Damn it! <laughs> so 
Now, it is cold in real life. This was all shot in Montreal in the freezing cold. As a matter of fact, cameras would freeze on them. What they're doing right now is a head count. Who's dead right. and who's alive? Here comes Charles Biddle. I don't know why he's in this film, except he lived in Montreal. Hey, maybe he's friend of the producers. Yeah. Uh, are you counting that? Dead body with fake tits. I'm not counting as we go, but I know that there's seven, a body count of seven, because the internet told me. And <clears throat> three were off camera and unconfirmed. One was a missing person presumed dead, and the others, we see them get killed. And then booby-wise, we've seen one dead booby, and then... And one alive, uh, two one, alive. Uh, two alive. Yeah. Now, Jamie Lee Curtis is putting two and two together. All the people who have been killed, what do they have in common? That they were part of the incident. So Die Hard Guy is saying, what are you, a nut? And then Jamie Lee Curtis says, I went to the hospital after the incident, and I found mm. out that mm. Kenny had mental problems, and he had killed another person by an accident, but he had killed another person. So now Die Hard is like, we're next! <laughs> <laughs> what a crybaby. Yeah, but but he's acting and that's that's why I really like his. Yeah, Ooh, uh, I can have to look out for him more, I guess. I, I also really... really appreciate the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis was trying to do something with her character, yeah. make her sympathetic, make her understanding. But she had very little opportunity because most of the time she's running away going, ah, you know. So it was scenes like that in which she's really acting. And kissing the guy in the end was really her idea. It was not in, the, you know, the per executive producer, producer, and director were on the set that day going, you know what? Do it. Yeah, do it. That's cool. <laughs> and we'll cut the scene in which the killer kisses Ben. Yeah, like, go ahead and do the scene, Jamie. That's, that makes a lot of sense. We can't wait to put this in our movie. So okay. Charles Biddle comes out and says, nobody's on the train. It's all clean. So is the killer in costume right now? I guess the killer is in drag as the assistant, I guess. But that never is clear. That's just a little inside joke. Uh, oh, it's no joke. Oh, so it really is the killer. <clears throat> That's Kenny. As you know, I ruin films for us yeah. because it's not, yeah. you're not here to find out what happened in the movie. So it's much more interesting when we know stuff throughout the film uh, because then we can see all the stuff that plays on it leading to it. Die That's my philosophy of why I don't mind spoiling. I wouldn't I, spoil I, it if we were at the theater. I would spoil right. it if we're on our You podcast. would spoil it if you talk over the movie for two hours. <laughs> yeah. Kenny Hampson. See, he was into magic. Whoa. And there's a magician in our movie. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, I forgot to raise that at the time. Doc was like, why the hell is there a magician on this train? And Moe's like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? He goes, I did not hire a magician. He goes, what? <laughs> well, this is my party. I organized the whole thing. I did not hire a magician. And that's the first reason why he doesn't like David Copperfield to begin with. I, I should have brought that up at the time. Yeah, it explains the backstory of why he hates magicians. I was 12 and I was at a party. I was six years old. I guess six, not 12. So for their own safety, Doc has locked them in there so they don't get killed. 
Jamie Lee Curtis is like, I have to go tell everyone they're going to get killed. It's Kenny. And he's like, no, only thing that matters is us. So now, if you're going to do that, Doc ref- locks him out, thinking he's gonna, she's going to get killed. That's what a scumbag Doc is. Right. But it's just the, one of the conductor dudes. Oh, the brake man? He did a great job with the brakes. They were not even working. Yeah, right. Party train. I guess it'd be fun to party on a train. Party train what? I'm sorry, I was talking over you. No, no, it would be fun to party in a party train. In trading places that... That's right. It's the Halloween train. Yeah, the the ape suit. Yeah, Jim Belushi's dressed as an ape. And then it's, uh, yeah. That's true. She's been in plenty of train movies. I'm trying to think what else. I've seen her in Blue Steel. Have you ever seen that 80s film where she's a cop, New York City cop, and Ron Silver, I think, is like... You know what? I saw that film. I completely forget it. I did see that film, yes. Yeah, it's good. She was a cop. She was in Blowout with Travolta. Was she? Maybe not. She was in uh, Knives Out. Have you seen that one? No, that's the recent one. Yeah. No, it looked from the... I don't know. I, maybe it's a good I movie. It it's a good. It's it's a good movie. James Bond is in it. Yeah, James Bond has this crazy accent, and he plays kind of a crazy outsized guy. But you know, it's. No, I'm uh, writing it down. I'll watch it. Nice. Yeah. Out. Well, you know that Netflix paid the producers like two hundred million dollars to guarantee the sequel's premiere on Netflix. Oh, okay. Sequel. Know where their bread is buttered. Yeah. Oh, is this train stop ever going to arrive? Or are we going to finally show up in San Jose? Jesus Christ, I feel like I'm on this train forever. Next stop, Boston. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, next stop, San Francisco. But first, Oakland. God damn it. Actually, there's no train station in San Francisco. You have to stop at Oakland. I kind of don't understand what he's doing right now. He's basically alone freaking out. I'm going to get killed. Like, if you wanted to take Amtrak from San Francisco, you go to the Amtrak San Francisco station, okay. you wait for a bus, the bus takes you over the bridge, drops right. you off at the at Jack London Square, where the train station is. And the worst is when you arrive at Oakland, and you're like, I still have to fucking take the bus to San Francisco, and I'm almost home. Whoa. I understood this scene. He's like... Freaking out on himself. Everything is so sweaty in this scene. Him, the items. Look at that. Look at that sweat. No. Wasted by my own petard. Painted fingernails. Oh, that's the killer. Yup. The reason I couldn't find him on the... I thought that he was in the crowd, but he was hiding, I guess, right where he locked himself in to, to... now, why is it he can't get out? I don't get it. Right. He knows he's dead. And what a shitty job the uh, conductors did searching for people on the train. Yeah, they just completely it. Door's locked. Let's do the next one. Anyone in here? No. Okay, we checked. Now everyone back onto the murder express. They're all freezing. They're all really freezing. Look at her in her thin. I know, I know. Sheen material that's cold. Jamie B. Can I have your blanket? Can I please have your blanket? Okay, now. Oh no, he gets an X? Right, here comes Kenny. 
Then does Copperfield know that it's no, no. Copperfield just has an assistant who always loves magic. He wants to be <clears throat> be the sword. I know. I don't like the look of that. I love magic. Magic is great. Mind if I kill you? <laughs> I used to have a joke about sawing a lady in half. Look, the killer's got the sword, and David Copperfield's like, what are you doing? Hey, magicians only. They're rocking it. You know, if you're a magician in Los Angeles, you're allowed yeah. to go to the Magic Castle. Uh-huh. You know, the Hollywood Castle Magic and it's great because if you ever need to take a shit, you could just go right in. They'll be like, I'm sorry, bathrooms for magicians only. That's why I always keep a top hat in the car when I'm going to see the Walk of Fame, just in case I got to I have to go take a dump. I have a dove in my, my sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> you got to let me in. Hi, I'm here to take poop a Disappear. <laughs> 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 yeah, prove you're a magician. You're not taking a shit out of a bathroom deep. Is this your card? Okay. Uh, the observation passenger car used in the film was called Den Hotzo, and it's now in Arizona Railway Museum in Chandler, Arizona. The uh, steam smoke was simulated by burning a combination of charcoal and church incense. I don't want to read you all the train stuff. This is all like online train information. Uh, no, the, 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 the train sites that usually pop up when you look at a train film did not pop up this stuff is like um imdb's trivia did you know and yeah. so i just combined all the train ones together yeah because usually you find somebody online who's like i can't believe they use this train model yeah that's right who are you kidding with that <laughs> sprocket in the left rear of a diesel 147 pacific no way Obviously, the producer was not a real brakeman because then oh, he would oh, realize. So now he sees the murder. More blood. Lock. This guy should just resign. You're Doc a terrible conductor. You are. You couldn't <laughs> conduct electricity, buddy. The only thing you conduct is like murders behind your back. That's right. Now the taglines. Experience the most terrifying ride of your life on the terror train. Okay, here's another tagline. The boys and girls of Sigma Phi, some will live and some will die. I like that tagline. I would definitely see a movie with that tagline. Terror train, don't waste your money on a return fare. You won't be coming back. Yeah, it's lousy. <laughs> return fare. I don't know. Terror train. lines aren't as good. Now look. What does he see? It's the head! Oh my god, the, he beat the shit out of that mannequin. Yeah, well, that was uh, Doc. That was... That, that was, was not Doc. That didn't even look like... That looked like a raccoon. <laughs> it looked like, like a die-hard guy without a beard. Sometimes I'll be walking around at night and I'll see like an opossum out of the blue stare at me. Like, that looked like an, a bloody opossum. So now he's putting... Obviously the murders aren't over, so now he's putting everybody in one car. So he's like... Ma'am, who I don't know is the killer, we're having coffee. Come along. Come along now. Bring David Copperfield. She goes, he's in the back. I'll bring him. Nice wig, yeah. by the way. How yeah. did you know? 
So they they casted this guy, wasn't auditioning. Right. Find out that he's a, he he's uh, on stage That's cross. Right. Yeah. And they said, okay, act three is written. I guess yes, because. So many of this film, so much of this film was not in the script, including Magician, including yeah. the kiss at the end, including the kiss between Ben and Derek, which didn't get uh, into the film. All right, we're all locked in. Now the killer can't, they suspect that the Magician is the killer. Okay, here's, this guy will not play his jazz bass at all. You would think he would have sat in with uh, Crime Rock. I know, seriously, like Crime He's probably like listening to them like they suck. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. He's probably like rock sucks in general. Yeah. Now, here's what I don't understand, Mike. This is the room that they hid in before, and this is the room that that uh, Doc was killed in. So, where's all the blood? Where's all the? Is this the a smell? So he's saying, like, make sure you have your ticket. You can sleep here, but after three stops, I need to come in and check your ticket. Look, there's. he's saying, we know he's definitely after you. So you stay in here. I'll be outside the door with an axe. That's what we're hearing. And she's, be, she's being an actress right now. She's doing right. a good job. You ever see the remake of Psycho? Gus Van Sant with uh, uh, Vince Vaughn as uh, Norman No. Bates. Should I see it? No. Okay. No. I saw I'll it in the... figure it, right? Don't bother. Don't bother. They did a remake of Carrie, and I was like, why? It isn't the story or the script. It was that film, that time. It was Sissy Spacek. It wasn't even John Travolta. They've... They made so many remakes of Carrie. I can't even tell you. It's not even the 12. I think they recently made one a couple years ago. I just don't understand Hollywood people. And it's true for other things. Like how many times have you heard somebody do their version of Into the Mystic by Van Morrison? It's not the song, you dummy. It's that day's performance. It's the job the guy did. It was the movie. Well, Stephen King, like whatever. He can do whatever he wants with his properties. And there's producers hungry to get the stuff out. And, you know, there's generations that didn't see William Cat and... Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. There's Skullduggery. There's Skullduggery Hero. Yes. Adam? Yeah. He's like, I'll go kill him. Let me in there. Did you see Skullduggery? Yeah. Here. Here's your axe. You want to go kill him? I'm going to ask him a question. (laughs) Yeah. Listen to him. He's going to back down. Yeah, maybe not. I'll wait till Skullduggery. I was going to kill him, but I'm going to be the lead in a film coming up. I really don't want to die. You think blood is the axe body spray? (laughs) So you're in the middle of saying something when I interrupted, because that's it for the whole film. We're going to miss him if we don't see him now. Who, the porter? Skullduggery. Oh, Skullduggery only shows up for that one scene? Yep. I really was afraid to give you Skullduggery to research because... It was supposedly Look. bad. Oh my god! Take note. It was really a bad film. It really was, but it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't like bad, but I thought it was going to be like just really bad. But it was bad. You know, 
the the very few times I've ever pushed back on your films, it's when I started watching it. It's just this is unwatchable. Yeah, I yeah. think it was um, Showgirls Four was one of no, those. It was uh, it was Showgirls Two. It, for some reason, there was a, a sequel, and it was shot like not even on video. It was video. shot on like it was shot on like mimeograph paper. Or something ah, like that. <laughs> it looks horrible. Yeah. Now Ben is brave. Now Ben got the script, and his character was like. Blah, 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 blah. So he goes to the director and he says, listen, I worked with, um, okay, what's his name? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ben, Ben, Ben. Ah, here he is. Uh, I worked with John Ford in 1950s uh, Last Picture Show. You saw that with. Um... Oh, I have, I know of that movie. I've never seen it. Oh, you should see it. Um okay. I know, I know. I just haven't seen. You remember, it Bruce Willis was uh, was it? Uh, who she was in? Sybil, Sybil Chevy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah no, anyway, it's a famous movie for. Her. This director taught him cut the lines, cut the dialogue, get it Peter down Bruce. to very few. You know, the less your character says, the stronger it is. And he totally reworked this script, just chopping out all the extra. He would say, he wouldn't say. Sit down. There's a killer on the train. We think we know what's going on, and we'll be back to you, and we'll get back to you, and this staff is going to protect you. He cuts it down to, sit down. There's a killer. And then leave. Right. You know. That's all we really want in a horror movie. Uh-oh, Albert Einstein's. As he goes through his, look. James uh, is too smart. He stabbed him in the abdomen. Yeah. With with David Copperfield's sword, I don't know how he got it. Oh, he got how it from Charles Fiddle, I guess. Wait a minute. So how sharp are these swords he's using on stage? Well, it's a movie. According to this movie, they're it's real, the real swords. swords. Look, I'm acting. I'm oh. acting. I now hear she's screaming, right? She's scream queen. Yes, you're right. You're right. She's a classic. I mean, like. It's iconic, her getting chased. But I think of Scream Queens like that's all they do. Well, I always think of Texas Chainsaw Massacre with those women running around. That movie was no eggshells. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. It was really interesting. It wasn't the greatest film, but he did a lot of interesting camera stuff. and Yeah, no, I mean, I know Toby Hooper from Life Force and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so to see his first film being this yeah. arty film... It... Let's listen. Ow! It's Is this the, the end of Jamie Lee Curtis? She's... Now look, that really hurt her. She hit her head on that doorknob. Yeah. It really did hurt her. I'm sure. It doesn't say that on the internet. It was in her memoirs, chapter four, that goddamn door. The doorknob bonked my ear. Look at this. Ouch! Ouch! That must have been real. Yep. (laughs) Now, a fire... There's her bra. A fire... um, Extinguisher. She squirts them, but why does that hurt them? You know what I mean? It's just... It's just... Well, it's chemicals. There's chemicals in there. It's not water. It has like a a, a hint of cinnamon. (laughs) It has a hint of cinnamon. (laughs) 
you well, can taste chemicals that are toxic and you'd be like Bleh, oof, get right. out. Okay. but if you were fire you'd be like oh hey i'm going out those chemicals are doing the job they're chilling me out okay now she's fake locked in there right so kenny is fake trying to get in but there's keys right there uh it's just terror at this point so i want you to turn up the sound be not now because she just starts appealing to him we're really sorry we freaked you out and then she kisses him i thought that was scene was gonna be there but no wow he's gonna take put out all the lights pretty scary yeah her blouse is ruined yeah i know she's gonna and the dry cleaners are gonna be like nosy you know you can't bring in your blood you have to go to a veterinarian if you've seen any gangster movie <laughs> you got to go to the vet yeah and, right when you get shot you head straight to the vet so right under so, the radar let's say you don't get shot but there's blood all over you go to the yeah. vet the vet's like all right hang on cancel my what's wrong cancel what's wrong? Goofy. This is my paw my paw got a thorn all right hey, listen on the table i'm not supposed to be dry cleaning your clothes i'm a veterinarian now watch this watch this You've, you've thought about this hurting someone many times, uh, right? Yeah, sure. Every time in the office. Now, he is really hurt, but for some reason, this won't disable him all the way. Now, she yeah. locked herself in there. She's kicking her way out, but Kenny couldn't seem to do it. Well, I mean, she pushed from the inside. Oh. Yeah, right. She pushed from the inside. That's why. Why didn't she take the mask off already? Yeah, how are you going to kiss him with the mask on, you dummy? So when he falls from the train, that's the art director. Yes, when he falls from the train, it's really the art director. Because he just couldn't handle the cold. Oh, I designed the sets. But he hasn't really fallen yet. Oh, no. He falls out of the train... But in typical movie style, he's like on the outside of it now, and you'll see him in the window. Ah! And then wait, does it say the end? Or no. is there another scene? Do they finally kill him? It's unclear, Mike, because he falls to the ground as if he's dead, but Yeah. It's unclear if he's dead, dead. He waited three years for them to go to a train party. Yes. Also, they wouldn't be in school. I think even in the early 80s, the school would have expelled them. Schools end. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. With the cadaver, which is unhealthy. like It's school property. Yes. Is this because we burnt the banner? Every class does that. No, no, sir. It's not no. because you burnt the banner. Okay, everything's over. Is it because we were drinking okay. on a train? No, no, people drink all that. It's the fact that you... Uh a corpse and pretended it was a woman well that was a fun train ride boy that was a train ride i'll never forget oof it's all over why didn't the movie end if it's all over oh right there's no more if there's no more jump scares then why are we watching this good thing she doesn't have a blanket on her Look, she didn't wash off the blood from her. Well, she just. Her. Yeah. 
She was working at McDonald's as Ronald. <laughs> so she just collapsed, I guess. She's sleeping it off. Oh, Cleo. Carry on, Cleo. Carry on, Columbus. That was a good one. I like that one. But they did one called Carry on, Cleo. Uh-huh. Where, you know, the we're, little... we're going to see in the window now. Uh oh. Oh no. Terror. Did they even end up in the poster? Oh no, it didn't. It was always Groucho Marx on the poster. That would be a pretty cool poster, a guy sideways out the window. Yup, but it's Einstein. Oh no. That's how this movie ends? No, th there will be one more contest, one more final battle. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. How you doing, Carl? I haven't I'm seen you in a while. Okay. Yeah, all right. Can't wait for this final battle. Yeah, uh, things are good on my end. Yeah, it's really kind of slow, isn't it? Uh, let me see if I can tell you anything about this film. Um, so... Oh, okay. Uh, Roger, Robert Ebert, this is on his most hated list. He hated this film. Oh, yeah. His infamous most hated list. He wrote a book. Called I hated it. And it has it has him like looking like uh, Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone, uh, down to the red sweater and the, the expression. And it's just all his one star reviews, which okay. you know for a fan of bad movies, it's nice to hear it. But for a fan of things not being repetitive, it's a, it's a slog because after a while you get it, like it everything's is, bad, you right. know. And it is repurposed content. Well, yeah, but I mean, he really does hate bad movies. Uh-huh. Now, this, I disagree with the internet. They called this the category of Canucksploitation, Canadian low-budget films. But I don't think it's exploitation at all. It's just, it's a cheaper place to shoot. You can do any kind of film as long as the cameras are rolling. It's just cheaper here. Oh, no, I think exploitation being like it's another horror film, but this time it's shot in Canada. Uh, they're exploiting the horror craze, not Canada. Right. But it's shot Can in Canada, so it's Canucks. Yeah. I can't even do it. Exploitation. Canucks exploitation. I don't know. Neighbor of the North exploitation. Uh, David Copperfield once said of this movie, he peered in, film is a magnifying glass for magic, so I had to be very careful. What you see on screen is exactly what the extras saw during shooting. It is impressive. Yes. It was his only acting role in film or te television. Um, it had he had so much trouble saying his lines. He swore he'd may never make another movie. I don't know. I think yeah. he made a mistake there. Well, I mean, look, the roles weren't spectacular. I mean, he he got to play a magician, but it was in some horror film. Yeah, but it was all about him being a magician. I mean, it was perfect self promotion. Yeah, it was perfect self promotion. The studio spent five million dollars on the advertising came uh, campaign for the film. It was their only foray into the slasher film subgenre. Um, Does she think the magician magician is the killer? No. No, she knows it's Kenny. It's clearly Kenny. You're I don't know why we're seeing this long, drawn-out, boring crap. That's why I'm trying to find something to tell you about from the film. I know, it's remarkable. And also, like, what's what's the deal with this book being on a fucking train? Oh, no, I guess it's so. Uh, it's his 
press clippings. Yeah, I guess. But we saw the yearbook. Look, David uh... Livingston! You didn't have any trouble saying these lines, David. Oh, I said Blaine. It's Copperfield. Excuse me. Yeah, you're out of here, girl. Yeah. You don't mention David Blaine. The, the magician. Here. The killer's still here. Blarg. Shitty sleeping quarters. Many people think Jamie Lee Curtis is very sexy, but I got to tell you that she's like, I have, I get a vibe off of her from my mom. She's like got the same body type as my mom and everything. <laughs> I've never had a, you know. Not going to touch that. He, he, he thinks she's with the conductor, but who is it really? It's Kenny. Oh, with another mask. Oh, a Halloween mask. Didn't I see you in Montreal in a dress? Ta-da! It is Kenny. Oh, look at that. Now, the film will now hit us over the head. I know. It's too many. Uh... Remember her? Remember her? It was him all the time. Why did he have to wear the wig over his costume? Also, do you notice that everyone he kills has the same suit, outfit, like it's the same size as the murderer? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like no, wait, Ben Johnson. Turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up. Okay. She's going to appeal to him. I watched her tonight. And you're better than he is, I'm sure you're better than him. You don't have to. You don't have to. Flashback. Right, I've seen this movie. It's not really a flashback for me. It's all Jamie Lee Curtis's idea, and it might be they filmed that beginning scene last that it got thrown in after to make this make sense. Remember he got stabbed in the eye? Yeah. But I guess it was in the cheek. Now he's freaking out remembering. Acting. Acting. What are you doing in here? He, he's acting then. Bang! Now look, he gets hit. It isn't really getting killed. See uh, that? Carl, you didn't mention he fell, fell off a bridge into icy cold water. And he lost his shoe. Yeah. He's dead. He's dead. No, the art director's dead. Okay, yeah, I guess Yeah, that is dead. the art director. I'm that far. But it looked like a dummy. It did. But this so, is all art director. It's just well, that's, too cold for the stuntman. He couldn't do it. Wait a minute. The, is an actual human being floating in that water? I, I, I'm I, guessing yes. I really kind of don't know. The internet I, It'd be says, a mannequin. Sorry there. <laughs> mannequin. Terror train. I mannequin do it, boss. You're the stuntman. I know. I mannequin. You're the art director. Mannequin on the move. Oh, what a cast of Carney. Carney, that's his name? It's Spanish for yes. meat? Carney was the train conductor. 
Doc. We hate Doc. Yeah, we do. But he was a good actor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Art. Carl, what'd you think of this movie? Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I, I guess I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't yeah. good, but I mean, I didn't. It wasn't torture. Lots of times you give me a film like a skullduggery, and I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. And by the fourth time, I'm finally into it, maybe the third. I'm finally into it because I get the whole plot and where it's going and why they made choices. This one I didn't have trouble with. I, I It was fine to get through the first time. I've seen this before. You know, it's, it's for a horror movie, it doesn't push my buttons as much as other horror movies. Mm -hmm. You know, it definitely is, you know, gross and all that stuff, but it isn't like I was able to watch it. So yeah. that's a plus for me. Uh, yeah, I like this movie. It's good. Spooky. Huh? Huh? You never saw it coming. Good. Now, maybe never talk of Terror Train again. I don't ever want to see this <laughs> fucking movie ever again. Okay, I hate this, it's over. Hate this it's fucking over. movie. Larry Cohen was one of the players on the band in crime. Do you think that was the director, Larry Cohen? No. Stuff? I no. would doubt it. I, yeah. I, yeah. Different, different Larry Cohen. Well, I'm really grasping for straws as the credits roll up. Uh, well, Norman Foy. Do you remember Norman Foy? He was the best boy. Nor uh, it's, it's pronounced Norman. Uh, oh, Norman? Excuse me. And it's pronounced Foy. Uh, all right. Well, that has been our movie. That has been our show. We'll be back next Sunday here on Mutiny Radio, here through our podcast, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, and through our YouTube channel, which if you're watching right now, check out these movies, Carl, I got. I have... Abbott and Costello's Volume 4. Yeah, the classics. So these are the last movies they made. It doesn't have that solo film uh, Lou did, the one about the giant woman, but it has okay. Meet Jekyll and Hyde, Keystone Cops. They meet the Keystone Cops, the mummy. Very nice. That's old. They're probably all old. Their last movie was a compilation film called The World of Abbott and Costello. And then there's 94 special, Meet Jerry Seinfeld. What? Okay. I don't know if I want to watch Jerry Seinfeld talk about Abbott and Costello. And right. look what I got here. John Wick. Chapters one through three, all of them, buddy. Wow. You oh. could be for hours. I could be waiting for that next scene for hours. <laughs> they just have to go through the sommelier. They just have to have the woman cut herself in the bath. And then we can get to the uh, catacombs. Yeah. But we're not going to be watching any of those films next week, Carl. Okay. We'll be back next Sunday with a new picture to watch. So... Tune in next week. We'll be here on Mini Radio, uh, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Tune in at noon. Listen to our friend Scotto with uh, Found Round Sound. Check out everything on Mutiny Radio by going to their website, mutinyradio.fm. There's a big donation button. Go ahead and hit donate. You can donate through Venmo. You can donate through, uh, I don't know. Through your wallet. Money. Just do it. Just do it. Just go to the festival and give us money. Uh, and we'll be back next week. So uh, we hope you had a good time. Thank you, Carl, for being guests and researching the movie and Thank watching it three Mike. times and writing the theme song and producing in the show and That's interviewing all of these guest work. I love all it. What a great guest. Uh, and we'll be back next Sunday. So we hope to, to join you then. We'll see you then. Later. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with This is Carl, uh, I, I, Mike's friend. I, I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and the way champagne tickles my
my nose. I love to paint outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the oh, oh, duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with more. Agency, the Departments of Justice and the Interior um, are all being headed by acting officials. Oh, yeah, there it is. Hold on. I'm going back there. We're doing this. Here we go. Mm-mm-mm. Yep, it's uh, Tuesday at 6 o'clock. It's Bug Out Square. You've, you've done all you need to do, and now uh, all there is to do is sit back and enjoy, because uh, it's Bug House Square, and it's Mutiny Radio. Dick? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Bug House Square, I got... um. I got good records, not a heap of planning, but good records. Uh, I had, I had things, I had plans, but um, they were best laid. Has he got a gun and a club in his hand? Is that a vigilante man? Rainy night down in the engine house. Sleeping just still as a mouse man come along and he chased, chased us out in the rain, in the rain. Was, that was that a jolanty man stormy days we pass the time away sleeping in some good warm place man come along and we give him a little race was that a vigilante man. Preacher Casey was just a working man. And he said, Unite all you working men. Kill him in the river. Some strange man was that. A vigilante man. Vigilante man, why does a vigilante man carry that sawed-off shotgun in his hand? Would he shoot his brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle. Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? 
Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land.
just a perfect day. Drink sangria in the park, and then later, when it gets dark, we go home. Just a perfect day. Feed animals in the zoo. Then later, a movie too, and then home. Oh, it's such a perfect day. I'm glad I spent it with you. Oh, such a perfect day. Just a perfect day. Problems all left alone. Weekenders on our own. It's such fun. Just a perfect day. You made me forget myself. I thought I was someone else, someone good.
Ain't nobody's dirty business how my baby treat me. Nobody's business but mine. Ain't nobody's doggone business how my baby treat me. Nobody's business but my own. Some of these mornings gonna wake up crazy, gonna grab my gun, kill my baby. Nobody's business but mine. Ain't nobody's doggone business how my baby treat me. Nobody's business but my own. Gonna wake up boozy, gonna grab my gun, gonna kill old Susan. Nobody's business but mine. Going back to Prince Cola, gonna buy my baby money more. Nobody's business but my own. Did you get that letter or you take me back? I'll treat you better. Nobody's business but mine. Ain't nobody's doggone business how my baby treat me. Nobody's business but my own. Ain't nobody's dirty business how my baby treat me. Nobody's business but my own. Morning, gonna wake up crazy, gonna grab my gun, gonna kill my baby. Nobody's business but mine. Ain't nobody's doggone business how my baby treat me. Nobody's business but my own. Ain't nobody's dirty business how my baby treat me. Nobody's business but my own.
Put the load right on. 